When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey everyone, it's David Duchovny. Do you ever feel like a failure? Trust me, I get it. Hell, I've spent my whole life almost feeling like a failure. It's appropriate though, because on Fail Better, my new podcast with Lemonada Media, exploring the world of failure, how it holds us back, propels us forward, and ultimately shapes our lives is the whole point. Each week I'll chat with artists, athletes, actors, and experts about how our perceived failures have actually been our biggest catalysts for growth, revelation, and even healing. Through these conversations, I hope we can learn how to embrace the opportunity of failure and fail better together. Fail Better is out on May 7th, wherever you get your podcasts. It's The Late Show Poncho with Stephen Colbert. guest this evening has played a professor, a starship captain, and of course, the poop emoji. He now stars in the third and final season of Star Trek Picard. Please welcome back to The Late Show, Patrick Stewart. You got a lot of friends out there tonight, Patrick. A lot of friends, yeah. Yes. Happy, uh, what is it? Valentine's Day! Yes. Is it Valentine's Day a big thing in uh, the UK? Oh, huge. Uh, and it was always huge for me every year until today. <laughs> About two hours ago, there was an event in our hotel room where my wife and I are staying at the moment. Um, this is CBS. There's certain events you can't describe. <laughs> That's not what I was led to believe. All right. Yes, Anything sir. goes. Yes, go ahead. Yes. Well, I left the hotel this morning while she was still asleep, and I went off to do all kinds of things. And then when I came back, she was gone. I'd left a beautiful card for her so that she would see it when she woke up. And that when I came home, there on the table was this gorgeous fashionista bag, kit, and... Uh, and there was inside it a beautifully wrapped gift. I thought, oh, my Lord, she's left a present for me and I don't have a present. And, uh, well, I'll, I'll open it up now. And I opened it up and it was a beautiful designer sweater. I thought, great. Oh, that's so perfect. I love that. And then I looked at it and thought, maybe I should put it on, you know, so that sure. she can see me wearing it. Yeah, what seeing a how much you love thought. it, exactly. So I did. And it was way too small. Really, <laughs> really too tight. I thought, oh, darn, I'm going to thank her, but I'm going to have to say, but you're going to have to exchange it. Anyway, she came home and I said, darling, I love your gift. It's beautiful. And she said, what gift? <laughs> and I said, the sweater. She said, that wasn't for you. That's for me. <laughs> Wait. Sorry, I, Wait a second. I'm Wait a second. So Patrick, 
What? What? Did, did she buy the sweater for herself? Yes. <laughs> you know what? Good for her. You know what? Why? Good, why good for her? Yeah. Sisters doing it for themselves is what that is. I guess. Taking care, taking care of business, we call that. Well, so well, are you in trouble? Are you in trouble? I don't think so. No, I think, I think. She might forgive you. Yeah, I think she has forgiven me. Right. She is very forgiving in nature. Oh, that's but very nice. Then she is half my age almost, and so that's. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Nice. Wow. So she's like twenty. The Stephen. reason I know, <laughs> I'm a charmer. Now here's you, the thing. You are. You, but... It really is pretty. It's amazing. You're 82 years old, and yet, and yet, sir. I feel like the decrepit one between the two of us. When they knight you, does the queen anoint you with some oil that keeps you young? What, what is it that you do to stay so vital? It's very interesting you should say that because I felt that something happened in that moment. You know, you're kneeling in front of Her Majesty, may she rest in peace, and the sword touches your one shoulder and the other shoulder. It's a magical moment, and I felt something must be communicated to me. She is Her Majesty the Queen. And, uh, or else maybe we will be shake hands. You know, she's got a little oil or something on. Sure. And that immediately took 30 years off my age. Wow. Do you think it's possible, and do you think that King Charles has the same skill? We don't know yet. We don't know yet. If he knighted me, we'd find out. Would you like that? I, uh, sure. <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to say no if he's just tossing them out, but I think they should go to somebody who's done something for the, ki the kingdom before me, because I'm not a huge fan of the royalty. I'm just not a huge what? fan. What? What are you saying? I just think they're basically gangsters in nice clothes. I don't... <laughs> I don't... The Colbert Show has done enough for the kingdom. <laughs> Believe really? me. Oh, absolutely. Speaking of kings, I want to talk about uh, King Oberon here for a moment because oh. this is this is this is this is a man who needs a little anointment right here. This is you playing Oberon in Midsummer Night's Dream, and I'm just curious whether you can still pull off this outfit. Look at that, ladies and gentlemen. Wait. What is? But, who's out? Was this your idea or the costume designer's idea? We had no costume designer. That's, that's why I'm naked. Um, yeah. yeah uh, by the way, this was the Royal Shakespeare Company. You see the royals come up again. Oh, wow. They, they have had that charm over my life. So even if you show up in something super sexy like this, it still seems classy because it's the Royal Shakespeare Company. Because I'm speaking blank verse. Do you still have... Do you, could you still pull that off, do you think? Yes. Congratulations. Congratulations. <laughs> Hugh Jackman, speaking of guys who look good in a loincloth, Hugh Jackman was, rec was recently here. He, one, one time I was interviewing with him, he said that you gave him a little life advice about how to like, start your day. Oh. And, and do you remember this advice you gave him? Because it sounded like very, a very peaceful way to live your life. I do. We were talking about waking up in the morning, and, you know, sometimes it's very, very early, half past four, four o'clock. Oh, to get to a set or something like yeah, that? Yeah, 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 when you're working. And uh, I, I said, look, I have been doing something for years and years which helps me. I, I don't know, maybe it would help you, but I read in the morning. I make myself a cup of tea and I get a cookie or something, and I get a book, not a script, 
Mm. Not a, a computer. Um, a not, novel or something. Yeah, a, a, a novel. You know, not a newspaper. Oh, please, not a newspaper. <laughs> but, but a book. And you lose yourself in that book for half an hour. And that is the way to set up a day. I really recommend it. It frees your head up. I'll give it a try. I'll give it a try. Well, if you're going to try that, I can recommend a book you might want to start with. Oh, really? I hear good things about books. Which, what, um, which one? Actually, you, you couldn't use it yet because it hasn't yet been published. Oh, your book. Oh, that's yeah. right. You're writing a, a memoir. Memoir. Yeah. Well, uh, can you tease? Can you tease us with some memory from your memoir? Like what might show up in the book? What What's uh, an early impression of, say, a life in the theater for you? A life in the theater. Um, Any advice you got? Yes, it made me not. It made me into the person that I was not when I grew up. Growing up, I was a. a very unhappy and frustrated person because my life at home wasn't good. But the theater changed all that because I was no longer Patrick Stewart. I was <laughs> King Oberon, yeah. you know. This guy's got a lot to be happy about. <laughs> exactly. <clears throat> now, okay, but wait a second, okay. Can you tell me about your first experience of like being in the theater because, well, I, I, I no longer, you know, do live theater. That's how I started out and I just love I love the feeling of being in theater, even if it's empty. It well, the, the difference between being on a film set and being in a live auditorium like now is that, and most audiences don't actually know this, but their presence is a big element. It's a big part of the event. Sure. And their contribution is critical, and it's never quite the same. So live theater, <clears throat> excuse me, gives you energy and um, something to play with, which is new and novel. Whereas, uh, you know, you get, yeah, yeah, okay, cut, cut, moving on. <laughs> Not to bang a drum here, but do you have a first memory of being in the theater or like an, an early memory of like a play you saw that meant a lot to you when you were... Oh. Young man? Uh, well, the, the, no, there weren't because it, it was the movies that I went to. Oh. Um, we had no TV, no telephone, uh, no car in, in our family. We were hard up. Mm -hmm. And uh, I, uh, but I had the cinema and I would save my pocket money to go at least once, if possible, twice a week. And I loved the movies. They were my escape. And, of course, a lot of them were in Hollywood, which is now where I live. And it... The it little is, boy got what he wanted. The little boy got more than what he wanted, actually, yeah, because <laughs> there have been... <laughs> there have been incidents in my life that were so magical. And usually they're to do with meeting someone mm. whom, as a child, I had adored and worshipped. I mean, the best example for me is Kirk Douglas. When did you meet Kirk Douglas? Well, um, I, uh, I was uh, doing um, 
Christmas Carol, my one-man show, and I used to end the play sweating, so I always took a shower. And the shower in the theatre we were in in London was down in the basement, as always, of course. And um, I was in there having a shower, and my assistant manager came in and said, Patrick, Patrick, come on, hurry up, you've got a visitor. And I said, oh, well, you know, I'm showering. No, 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 it's Kirk Douglas in my dressing room. Oh, my gosh. So I, I, I went up there, and there was Kirk, and uh, his family were with him. And as I came in, he started to get out of the chair. He was elderly, and he had had uh, a throat problem. It might have been cancer that he had. And, and I, I, I went, say, no, no, don't, don't stand up, Mr. Douglas, please. And, and he said, and he came over and he put his arms around me, and he said, you are my inspiration. He was, wow. he was a beautiful, delightful man, and he lived to be 103. Wow. As well you should. As yeah, well you yeah. should. We have to take a quick break, but don't go anywhere, because we'll be right back with more. Patrick Stewart, everybody. Stick around. <laughs> John Stewart is back in the host chair at The Daily Show, which means he's also back in our ears on The Daily Show Ears Edition podcast. The Daily Show podcast has everything you need to stay on top of today's news and pop culture. You get hilarious satirical takes on entertainment, politics, sports, and more from John and the team of correspondents and contributors. The podcast also has content you can't get anywhere else, like extended interviews and a roundup of the weekly headlines. Listen to The Daily Show, Ears Edition, wherever you get your podcasts. Calling all benders and non-benders alike. Jump into the epic world of Avatar with your favorite podcast, Avatar, Braving the Elements. Hosted by me, Janet Varney, the voice of Korra on The Legend of Korra. And me, Dante Bosco, the voice of Zuko on The Last Airbender and General Iroh on The Legend of Korra. Each week, we'll recap and discuss another episode of The Last Airbender. I don't know if we've ever talked about it, but... Amazing guests stop by from creators to cast to super fans to chat all things Avatarverse. Are we saying that this is possible in the Avatar universe? Varney, we got to spread the word. Now fans can also check out our weekly video pods too by subscribing to the official Avatar YouTube channel. That's a lot of fire, isn't it? That's right. We're on video this season, everybody. So whether you're a super fan with encyclopedic knowledge or you're brand new to this incredible world, it's Fire Nation time. Book of Fire. Let's go. Listen to Avatar Brave the Elements wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, everybody, we're back here with the star of Star Trek Picard, Patrick Stewart. We are now looking at season three of Star Trek Picard. That's why I'm here. Exactly. That's, that's right. Okay. You were reluctant to, to, to take this part back on to do the show originally. We're looking at season three. What are we going to learn about Picard? Or what are we going to learn about the story in this Here's in the this season? critical thing yes. that they said to me that convinced me that it was the right thing to do, because you're right, I was reluctant. Um, they said, look, you know, 25, 30 years have passed, maybe, well, 25 years since you last wore a Starfleet uniform, and so much has happened in your life. It's had many changes. 
some of them good, some of them not so good. It's been a really important time. You're not the same person that you were 25 years ago. Neither is Jean-Luc Picard. Nobody had even hinted at something like that. Mm. And they said, how do we know what has happened to him in those 25 years? We know he became an admiral and he's retired now, but what else is going on in his life? And that was what hooked me because I think one of the, one of the quality things about Picard is that not, not just myself, but I've got to be very careful what I say now. Um, the other actors in the series um, have all had the same thing said to them. So we are exploring the impact that years of living can have on people. So that we're different. Well, one, one of the other actors is Jonathan Frakes, okay, who is in this clip, I believe, that we're about to show. Oh. What really? Pe- yes. <laughs> I believe that you've just received a message uh, that you are asking his help in deciphering. That's right. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm alone. Someone is in trouble. I want to help them, and he's the man I think of. Jim. Evelyn's message references these coordinates and to trust no one with them. Plus the, uh, the word Halbert. What's out there? Nothing at all, as far as I can see. But this word, Halbert, I have no idea what it means. Of course not. It was a computer virus on the Enterprise when you were incapacitated. Incapacitated? The cutest. The Borg, of course. They scrambled our navigational system and arbitrarily added three to every digit. I knew that I called you for a reason. Patrick, thank you so much for being here. It's always such a pleasure. The final season of Star Trek Picard premieres this Thursday on Paramount+. Plus. It's Patrick Stewart, everybody. Thank you for listening to The Late Show Pod Show with Stephen Colbert. Just one more thing. If you want to see more of me, come to The Late Show YouTube channel for more clips and exclusives. Now you can feel like you're in the audience at the Ed Sullivan Theater with official Late Show with Stephen Colbert merchandise at ParamountShop.com. Shop t-shirts, mugs, accessories, and more, and Late Show Pod Show listeners can take 20% off with code TLS20. That's 20% off at checkout on all Late Show products with code TLS20 at ParamountShop.com. Late Show Pod Show listeners can get 20% off on all Late Show with Stephen Colbert merchandise on ParamountShop.com. That's 20% off at checkout on all Late Show shirts, mugs, accessories, and more with code TLS20 at ParamountShop.com.